Hello there, this is Kerry Tennis, and it's now, well, it's actually Wednesday, September 9th, but this is the Thursday, September 10th, 2020, Since You Asked column podcast, and uh, I'm speaking to you from my little den here in Castion Fiorentino in the province of Arezzo in lovely Tuscany. So, um... Just a short introduction to this piece. I'm really glad that I got the letter today that I got because I really wanted to talk about my own creative process some more and to provide some hope for people who are struggling and to mention my own process, at least uh, in general, and to suggest that others who might be struggling with... uh, fear, rejection, stuff like that, um, might, might try this as well. So, uh, I'm going to go right into the column here. So I'm calling today's column crippled by critique. And here's the letter, dear Carrie, after reading your previous column from last week, the voice inside my head is being mean to me. I decided to write about a recent experience that has quietly devastated me. I went to art school in the 80s, where I fell in love with art. I was in a few shows and was well on my way to developing an identity as an actual working artist. But then the student loans ran out, and I had to learn how to survive in a world where nobody cares if you love the Fauvists and Spanish colonial portraiture. This meant working a long, long string of low-paying jobs, engaging in ruinous love affairs, moving a lot, developing substance abuse issues, and just generally taking the long, hard way along. I have not always made art through the years. A couple of years would go by when I was either too broke, too preoccupied with life, or too hopeless to get back to it. Luckily, my life is stable now, and I have been able to spend the last several plus years drawing and painting and finally acquiring enough discipline and self-regard to give myself time to make art. I have been pleased with my progress. I have been posting my work on Instagram, getting good feedback and building followers. But I live in a small town in the South, so social media is my link to the larger world. I look at a lot of art online, maybe too much, I follow the feeds of artists, galleries, and museums that I admire. I follow a very popular critic who has a large online following. He posts a wide variety of artwork from up-and-coming artists. His followers freely comment on these works. I commented on a piece that I didn't particularly like, and this critic eviscerated me. He must have checked my feed because he commented that my work was not even art. It was, quote, illustrations of birds and Bambi, unquote, and that I should essentially stay in my lane. I commented back that images of sexuality mixed with blood and gore were simply not my cup of tea, no harm intended, and added sarcastically, that someone of my small cultural stature was not going to argue with a big, bad, 
art critic such as himself. When I checked Instagram later that day, the entire post had been removed. I'm not sure if he decided he didn't want to be perceived as being cruel to one of the little people, if he was concerned that possibly the subject matter police would remove the post for him, or what the reasoning was behind the removal. Truth be told, I wasn't offended by the subject matter of the piece I had critiqued so much as I thought the work was kind of juvenile and the subject matter too calculatingly provocative, if you know what I mean. The bottom line is that this experience has crippled me artistically. I haven't finished a thing since this happened, and the mean voices that live inside my head are going full tilt. I know my work is not blue-chip, turn-the-art-world-on-its-ear kind of stuff. I don't even hope to move in those lofty circles, but I do aspire to make solid, interesting work that people like to look at and that has a place in this world. It sucks that just when I am finally coming out of such a long period of darkness and self-doubt, I get punched in the face by a famous critic. My comment on the painting didn't imply in any way that the work shouldn't exist, and I even complimented the line work and the color. So why would he single me out for such casual cruelty? It feels like he kicked a puppy, signed, Devastated Inside. Dear Devastated Inside, you have to get back to work. Go into the space where you do your work. Pick up your tools and materials. Position yourself where you do your work. You know how to do this. Notice what you feel. If you feel paralysis or anger or hopelessness and you start to turn away from your work, stay there. Stay in the place where you do your work. Notice what's going through your head, how your body feels, your respiration, your heartbeat, your hands. If the memory arises, stay with the discomfort of this memory as you hold the tools of your creative practice. Maybe you will feel anger. Maybe a vision will come to you. If the feeling drives you to make some kind of art, just make the art without regard for where it is taking you or how it might be perceived. Make the art that arises in the moment. Let what you feel drive your work. If the paralysis returns, if you find yourself walking away from it, turn around, go back in, just hang in there, feel whatever it is, feel the paralysis. If the self-doubt returns, hang in there, stay with your materials, stay in that place, in that moment. You have a right to be there in that space. It is where you belong. If nothing happens at first, just hang out. Be with your materials. Something will happen eventually. Then keep doing this. Your routine has been disrupted and it may need some reinforcement, so you may need to redouble the time you spend at it. But stay there. Keep doing it. Keep making art. And consider this. This man, this critic, whoever he is, he is in another universe. 
He is not in your studio with you. He doesn't exist for you. He is in some other world of his own, possibly a world of pain and self-doubt all his own. All that exists for you is your work and your space. I think that if you stay with your work, remember these encouraging words. Let them push you forward. Let them displace these other words. I think eventually the hurt and pain of that moment will recede and your delight in making art will return. You may also need to face what is in yourself at the heart of your pain and fear. My interpretation of your situation would be this. You have ceded to another person authority over your own relationship to your work. You have allowed this person to live in your head as a judge. Somehow, it must be your work now to dislodge this presence that you have allowed. I don't know you personally, so I do not know what your pain and fear are in their material forms. That is, I don't know what things have happened to you in your life, but I know what has happened to me. And I think that whatever has happened to me, the key today is how I regard these things in the present. What I assume about them, what I allow them to signify, that's what's important today. And in my own work on this problem over the last few weeks, I have realized that I allowed these events in the past to signify today that I have to submit to judgment, that I have to ask permission, that my creative life involves seeking approval, not just recognition, but actual approval. And when I realized this, when it really hit me, I was like, this is such bullshit. I have been living this illusion, this lie, this stupid assumption that there's a world out there of authority and I somehow, as a creative person, am supposed to bow down to this authority and seek its approval, even though I have always known and felt that my own work is not of the it's not of of that world it's not of that criteria i don't know how to say it but when i was young and and um fearless i felt my work has nothing to do with this this industry so this whole thing involved looking at my past and it was very intense but doing it in a systematic way and praying about it for i do a lot of praying in fact, um, I have this imaginary friend I call God. We talk uh, quite a bit, and in the end, we worked it out. We realized together that all I really want is to be able to show my work. I don't care if it's accepted. I'm not any longer asking 
for praise, and I'm certainly not asking for money. I'm retired. I no longer have to work to pay the rent, so I no longer have to sell my work, so I no longer have to meet the requirements of people whom I've never met and probably uh, I don't share their aesthetic. And what I feel I'm doing now, I'm just going to put my work, I'm going to put my work on the side of the road. <laughs> I'm out there like a guy with a fruit stand. I'm just showing it. Or like the guy at a booth at a convention. Um, here's my work. People can walk by and look at it. They don't have to say anything. We don't have to meet and exchange business cards. It's just out there. So part of this analysis too, I must say, involved the question, what is my job here? What is my role? What am I responsible for as regards my work? And I concluded my only job is to make the work available. I don't have to know if it's any good, for instance, that phrase, any good, I put in quotes. Hey, is it any good? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe it's total shit. Maybe I'm a complete moron or an insane person. I just reject that notion of, is it any good? And if you've ever done cognitive therapy, you've probably recognized that phrase, any good, as an empty but potentially harmful phrase. Any good, <laughs> What does it doesn't really have any concrete meaning. So I eliminate that category of any good. And instead, I have created a whole other category called that's your problem. And everything about my work, which other people may not like or understand or be offended by, that all goes into the category, this bin in the back of the warehouse called that's your problem. <laughs> but anyway, I'm lucky now, you know, and I don't need to write for the money, I don't need to write for the fame. I'm retired, I'm living in Italy, I write for the joy of it, I've got a good stereo, I'm listening to a Bach cello concerto, and I just don't give a fuck. And I suggest you do the same. Do your art, show it to people, and don't give a fuck what they do about it. And that's it. I gotta finish up now, and I gotta get this on the web. And so I bid you adieu. Uh, <laughs> I say, arrivederci, ci vediamo a presto. I'll see you next week. Ciao.